So today we're talking about taking the leap to follow your dreams, why taking a current inventory of your skills is important before starting any venture, and how facing your fears can lead to your bliss. Free Life Friday starts now. It's Free Life Fridays, everyone. Inspiration, motivation, everything you need to live a free life. This is part of the Be Empowered podcast series brought to you by Bank Mobile with a mission to make banking affordable, effortless, and financially empowering. Now here's your host and financial empowerment coach, Ash Cash. Okay, so welcome to another awesome episode of Free Life Fridays brought to you by Bank Mobile, the first to offer a totally free banking experience. I am excited about the guest that we have today. We have Kathleen Hart, and she is the host of the Big Leap Show podcast. She is a motivational speaker, business coach, and personal brand strategist for big dreaming women who feel stuck in their lives and careers. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathleen Hart, how are you today? Hello, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me today. No, thank you so much for being our guest. I'm excited because, you know, I know some of your story and I'm so excited to share it with our audience. So walk me through your journey. How did you become the badass known as Hustling Heart who motivates and inspires big dreaming women to maximize their full potential? Well, how long do we got to talk? Because that is a long journey. But um, the nutshell is, you know, after, after graduating college, I had a lot of student debt. I grew up in Richmond, California, and we didn't have a lot of money growing up. The money was always pretty tight. And after college, I walked away with a lot of debt. And, of course, my heart has always been in nonprofit because I grew up going to a lot of, like, after-school programs and things where nonprofits were involved in helping to make sure I got to college and were, was living the life that I want to live. So after college, I wanted to work for a nonprofit as well. So I did that, which was amazing, but pretty much was not making that much money. I was hardly making my rent after paying off my student loans. And uh, I mean, I didn't even have any money to really go and enjoy happy hour, do all those things. I think most of us hope that they can do once they have an actual paycheck. So that was the beginning of being in the part of my adult life where I knew what I wanted, which was to help the world, but I was really struggling financially. And so there was a lot of things that happened in those first few years. It was like, what's my real dream in life and how do I really want to contribute? I kind of realized, like, the more I was not filled up as a person, like, I couldn't take care of my basic needs, um, I wasn't able to enjoy my life, uh, that really had an impact on the work that I did. As a nonprofit, I think you have to come at it with a full heart. um, And in order to have a full heart, you have to take care of yourself. So that's when I started making mindset shifts about money and what is important to me and the money that I want to make. Um, so that I can really contribute to the world and make the biggest difference. So that mindset shift, coupled with the fact that I had this huge dream in the back of my head, I wanted to travel the world and see all these countries that I'd always seen in the movies and uh, seen on those map charts was really what hit it off because I started seeing many, many, many friends traveling the world, living that good life, going to Bali, going to Thailand. I said, I want that, but it didn't feel like a reality for me. So I started sitting there, and I was looking at how can I make this possible? You know, if, I, if this is truly my dream uh, and I want to inspire other people to go for their dreams, what shifts do I need to make? And so the first one was money, making more money, negotiating my salary, eventually switching jobs and, and being able to start a little over. 
to afford me this ability to go for my dream eventually of saving up $16,000 and traveling the world. And that's, that's what really hit off this career of mine, which is now like inspiring and helping other people to go for their dreams. Cause I realized once I was able to do it, it was like, holy smoke, it changes everything for you when you, when you actually have the, the ability to make your dreams happen. No, absolutely. That is awesome. And you mentioned that you saved over $16,000 in order to quit your nine to five after realizing you love traveling. What methods did you use to save this money? And what advice would you give to anybody uh, who wants to leave their nine to five to live their dream? Well, you got to get really real. Like you got to get really, really real about where's your money from and how much are you making? So the first thing I did was really map out, okay, if, if this dream of mine is to travel, how much do I need to save every month in order to make it happen in the next few years? And I realized it, it just wasn't going to happen. Uh, I think the calculation from my paycheck, if I, like, saved every single penny that I made after, like, rent and food, um, I think it was going to take me, like, eight-plus years to be able to go and actually quit my job and travel. So after doing that, that's when I was like, all right, I got to get a second job. Because I wanted to stay a nonprofit. I wanted to continue doing the work that I was doing because it, it really meant a lot to me. So I got a second job and was juggling at some point over 60 hours a week to try to make this happen. And again, it was like going back to this cup is not getting full. I am just really depleting myself of all my energy. This is taking away from my ability to do good in the world. And so that's when I started shifting of I need to eventually actually switch careers. Um, because nonprofit at the time just wasn't going to give me the ability to make this dream happen. So nonprofit's always in the back of my heart, something that I want to be involved in until I die. But I had to make that difficult decision to leave a job that I thought I had wanted to do for many years. In doing that, I started re-looking at, like, what, what else do I really want to do? What are, what are the other dreams in the back of my mind? And one of those was pursuing architecture and design. I'd always dreamed about architecture um, being an architect, building buildings or planning cities that would create a happier world. I'm all about trying to create a happier world. So I started applying to every single job I can find in Los Angeles and in California to make this happen. And luckily, uh, I don't think it was luck. I think it was a matter of sheer determination, actually, um, was able to find this company that was amazing, an international company. So I started getting my, my taste of the international world. Um, they had a position as an internship. And that was really something I had to think about, like, well, am I willing to start at it as an intern? Am I willing to start entry level in order to make this happen? Uh, what's funny about this internship position is it actually paid more than my nonprofit. So <laughs> I was able, through switching careers and starting all the way at the bottom, was actually able to start making more. So switching that career and eventually a few months later landing a position as a software designer and product manager, which is completely out of left field it may seem, but essentially when I was in my internship, I mean, I think something that's so important to anyone who's new in their career, you got to make friends with everybody. you got to talk with everyone. You have to be curious. Um, so I would, I would just go around to all the different departments and meet people and talk to them, learn about what are the problems that they're facing, um, and, you know, ask them, is there anything I can do to help? And one of the departments I went to over and over again was the software people. And um, they were building up the, all these new websites and apps and things. And I would always give them ideas for how we can change the user experience and make it flow and make it look a little bit prettier for the for the people that are going to be using these things. And they're like, you are really actually pretty good at this. You should join our team. So at the end of my internship, I was offered a job by them and uh, made that transition over into a software designer and a product manager. And that's where I stayed for the next few years is really just saving money, like putting that money on automatic savings, every paycheck, 
all, like a good portion of my money. It started as it honestly started as only twenty five dollars a week would go into the savings account over time. I was doing a couple hundred um, would go there, and and within the next two years, I was able to save up that sixteen thousand dollars. So it was really a matter of changing my job, um, being able to be willing to do that. You know, getting curious to find new job opportunities that I didn't even know existed. And the most important thing was putting it on automatic savings because otherwise I would have spent that money. <laughs> no, absolutely. That is awesome. And then, you know, after that job, you started your first business as a website designer and digital marketing consultant. How was that transition like from a nine to fiver to a business owner? And what is the most important lesson you've learned while making that transition? Well, Ash, I actually didn't go out of my way to say I'm going to be a web designer and I'm going to be a digital marketing. What happened was while I was traveling, I was having a great time, and I was like, how can I make this last longer? So a way that I came up with with my boyfriend who we were traveling together, we said, hey, we can make websites for other people, and we can help people with their digital marketing. We know things about SEO and about social media, how to build content that actually looks good and, and gets people to convert and turn them into com- from just users to essentially customers. So we started doing it just as a way to make extra money or, you know, as kind of barter for, hey, you, will you let us stay here for free if we help you with some of this stuff? And it really snowballed. So I think one of the lessons I learned from, you know, how to start a business is, is sometimes you can start a business with everything that you have just in this moment, and you don't need to do anything fancy. We didn't create a, a website. We didn't create business cards. Uh, we just looked at what are the skills that we have and what are the skills that we have that our others are willing to pay for and just start talking to people. Um, I think that's that's one of the easiest ways to start a business if you're trying to make even just some money on the side. No, absolutely. That is awesome. That is awesome. And then so let's jump into the Big Leap Show. Uh, what was your inspiration for starting your podcast and why do you think people get stuck in their life and career? Well, you know, for many years, like, I was stuck, and I know I know what that feels like, to be stuck and wanting something so much more, knowing that you have this immense amount of potential within you, but you don't know how to express it and bring it into the world. I know what that feels like so strongly, and when I was starting this business, the business actually wasn't what I was putting my heart and soul into, because that's, when you do a business that's just utilizing your skills, it's not scary. It's just, oh, this is a skill I have, and, you know, you're willing to pay for it, and it's just an, a transaction. When you're doing something that's meaningful to your heart, that's when it gets really scary. And so what I was doing at that time is I was starting to blog, and I was starting to talk to people about coaching. And that's really what was scary to me is, you know, putting myself out there and saying, hey, I know enough to be able to coach people. Hey, I have uh, enough knowledge that I should share it uh, on the Internet and, and people should look at it. That's scary because a lot of thoughts come up, especially for women, I think, a thought that comes up so, so, so often for us as we begin to do these things that we're really passionate about is just who am I? Who am I to hop the stream? Who am I to think anyone would want to pay me? Who am I to think that anyone would want to listen to what I have to say? Those thoughts are so strong. And when you're not talking to anyone and all you're doing is going on social media, looking on Instagram, seeing how amazing other people are doing, all that you're left with really is to be able to say, I'm so far behind. You know, all these people are so ahead of me. They've got it together. They have a huge following. People care about them. And when you're starting, you have zero followers. Nobody's listening to you except for your mom. Uh, and it's really disheartening. So how do you keep that momentum going when you're doing something you love and you're passionate about and you want to potentially make money from it? 
that's that's really difficult. So I had that thought for a long time. You know, I had this business where I was doing the website design and digital marketing. That was like making money. That's that's easy because again, that's just a skill I have. It's like I have a skill. You need the skill. Let's talk in terms of my coaching and you know and starting to blog and speak about what I'm really passionate about, that was what was scary. And it took me many years of realizing that I wasn't alone. And the only way I realized that is when I started talking to other women who I thought had it all together. These women that, you know, they, their Instagrams looked amazing, their Facebook followings were crazy. I kept seeing them living this life that I always dreamed about. Talking to those people and realizing that they had the same fears in the beginning, they continue to face those same fears, and really learn about the challenges and what they had to do to get through them. I was like, this is what's powerful. Because stories help us to believe that we are capable of so much more. It shows us that there is a path. And so that's what really the Big Leap Show is all about, is I want to share as many stories of these women that I admire to the rest of the world so that women that are dreaming of doing something bigger, they know that these women started in the same place that they're at today, that they feel stuck, that they feel uninspired, that they are hard on themselves, and to know that these women in the end of the day through dedication, persistence, and uh, building a sense of community, that they're able to to make it to the other side. So that's the the message I, I try to bring in every week after week. You know, you can do it. These women did it. You can do it as well. And speaking about women who are doing it, right, you overcame your fear of drowning by getting your open water diver certification in Thailand. You became a certified yoga teacher while in India. You participated in a 10-day silent meditation retreat in Nepal and road trip across the U.S. in a hippie bus with 20 strangers. So it's safe to say you are living a full life. What is your overall philosophy on life? You know what? I think that fear comes up. No matter what you do, fear comes up. But you got to say screw it and just do it if it's what your heart is really calling you to do. All of those things were so scary for me. You know, I, I had this real fear of drowning and anxiety was really overwhelming me. But I wanted to scuba dive and I wanted to learn how to scuba dive. So in the end, I had to, you know, accept that fear and just say, you know, what, screw it. I'm going to do it. Same with the yoga teacher training. That's always been on my bucket list. And Traveling across the country in an RV has always been uh, on my bucket list of doing it with a bus was awesome. And, uh, you know, everything that I do, fears come up over and over again, but I just listen to what my heart is singing, uh, what it's calling for me to do, and, and I find a way to just say screw it and, and just do it. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. All right, so this is the last question, right? This is the Free Life Friday podcast where we give our listeners the inspiration they need to pursue their dreams in order to live a free life. What advice would you give to anyone who is pursuing their dream? I would say to look at what you have because you have so much more than you already know. Uh, all those things that, you know, all those changes I wanted to make when I switched and became a software designer, those are skills I already had. I just didn't know that the opportunity was there for me. And, you know, same with starting this podcast. I didn't have to do anything crazy. I just had to learn how to, you know, talk in front of a microphone and start speaking. And the business, those were skills I had. I just had to start putting it out there. So look at what you have and grow from there because you have so much already to work with. Wow, wow, wow. Kathleen, if somebody wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, go to The Big Leap Show. That's where I'm hanging out these days. So go to thebigleapshow.com. And if you want to email me, I'm at Kathleen, which is K-A-T-H-L-Y-N at thebigleapshow.com. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for the wisdom. We truly appreciate you. Thank you, Ash. I'm so grateful to be here. So there you have it, Kathleen Hustling Heart. 
of the Big Leap Show. She gave us a lot of words of wisdom, so I'm going to break down her key points. One, in order to make the transition from a nine to five to a business owner, you have to be willing to make a few sacrifices, whether it's working an extra job to bring in more income or disciplining yourself and cutting back on expenses in order to save money. While saving money, putting it on autopilot is key as well so that you won't be tempted to not save. Two, networking is also a big way to land opportunities. Speaking to everyone and finding out what value you can provide can also assist you in realizing your dreams as well as putting extra income in your pocket. Three, when going after your dream or starting a new business, you should take inventory of the skills you currently have and take full advantage of them. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to follow a certain protocol that we delay starting. Most of what we need to be successful is already in us. Four, realize that you are not alone. It may look like other people have their lives together, but if you sit down and hear their stories, you'll see that everyone goes through similar struggles. And lastly, when dealing with your fears, you have to say, screw it, then do it. I am Ash Cash, and thank you so much for tuning in to Free Life Fridays. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Free Life Fridays, brought to you by Bank Mobile. Be sure to visit us at bankmobile.com and follow us everywhere at Bank Mobile.